0: Good morning, good evening, namaste, hola, bonjour, and marapan. This is Namya Joshi, your host for the day. Welcome to episode 42 of the podcast, Each One Teach 10, an amazing world of STEM. An inspiring venture, we all will be discussing that STEM is part of every day for every kid. We all will learn together how to build a STEM culture. Well, for today, my guest is Mr. Kansha Arora, who is a passionate educationist with an experience of 26 years. She is an educator innovation lead in FLIP at Microsoft India, and is on a mission to empower every person on the planet to share their voice. She has served in the capacities of educator, academic head, principal, school mentor, and head training. As the curriculum manager, she rigorously worked on experiential learning methodology for six years and has trained more than 12,000 educators and 300 school leaders. Wow, that's, it's, it's, that's really incredible, ma'am. So how are you doing today?
1: Thank you, Namya. I'm doing very well. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. It's like a great opportunity for me to have you on my podcast and to learn from your insights.
1: Thank you. And I'm so excited to be here, to be sharing uh, this platform with you.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. So our audience are watching us live, so they are eagerly waiting to know more about you.
1: All right. So, um, yeah, I live in Gurgaon, India, uh, with my husband. I have been into education for more than two and a half decades now, and I joined Microsoft nine months back. It has been an amazing journey. And uh, before that, for 15 years, I've been in leadership positions where I worked uh, uh, rigorously for six years um, on experiential learning with a team of 60 people. And we created an entire curriculum package uh, with the the curriculum books and instruction maps for teachers, smart class modules, assessments, all based on experiential learning uh, for students. And it was um, very fulfilling work. And once we prepared that curriculum, then I got into training of teachers because, um, you know, teachers had to be guided on how to introduce experiential learning in their classes. And which was uh, quite a challenging task because uh, we had to work on mindset of uh, parents who were really convinced about the conventional system of education and then also um, um, mentoring teachers at every step. And uh, finally, it was uh, very, very uh, enriching and fulfilling because we could transform education for the children in the classroom. And uh, it was a win-win for everybody because the parents and teachers, when they saw the results in children, they were totally convinced. And uh, that's how I got into trainings. Technology has always fascinated me. And during the pandemic, I got to delve deeper into it. And that is when I... uh, you know, upskilled myself. And then I trained school leaders and teachers to plan and implement online learning in their classrooms, uh, moving on to blended learning. And uh, I have uh, trained quite a lot of teachers and school leaders since then. I also work with CBSE Center of Excellence as a trainer and uh, also with Cambridge English Assessment. Uh, So yeah, that's about it. I love to read and travel. And I also love to spread the joy of reading, you know, and encourage people to read. And in my free time, I volunteer with the community library project where uh, we work with underprivileged children. So I read aloud to them to, uh, you know, develop that love of reading uh, in these students so that they become aware of um, their rights as well as they get uh, excited and uh, motivated to study. So, yeah.
0: That's so inspiring, ma'am. And we share the same interests. I too love to read all the time. And may I know, like, what's your favorite book?
1: My favorite book? Oh, there are too many. So, uh, in fact, yeah, a whole list uh, is there. But uh, something that actually was life-changing for me was The Secret by Rhonda Bryan. Because uh, that actually uh, brings about a shift in how we think. And we see the power of... uh, Actually, some wanting something from our heart and how it comes alive.
0: Right, that's so inspiring, ma'am. So, okay. um, as we know that Flipgrid is now Flip. So, as our podcast focuses on STEM, so may mm-hmm. I know from you that how to use Flip for students in STEM classes?
1: Great question, and yes, Flipgrid is uh, Flip now. And uh, for uh, those who don't know uh, what FLIP is, it is a video uh, response platform for asynchronous student discussions. And uh, the teacher creates a topic which could be a prompt for discussion, a question, an activity, or an assignment. And she shares the link with the students. Students access the topic with the help of the link and record their video responses. Plus, they can also communicate with their peers through comments. And how Flip can help in uh, uh, gets incorporated in STEM classes. I think it is very easy and uh, it gets seamlessly integrated. So I'll give you some examples there. Uh, The teacher can create a topic where she inserts a a STEM video, which she could, uh, you know, record herself or attach a link from YouTube. And then she could give questions for children to answer. These questions could be, what happened in the video? Why do you think this happened? uh, What do you think would happen if these conditions were changed? Or uh, if she has shared something about a problem, then what could be the possible solutions to that problem? So questions right from observation to investigation uh, to explanation could be given uh, related to STEM videos. Uh, We can have do-it-yourself projects, uh, like make a toy sailboat, demonstrate a chain reaction, uh, show a volcanic eruption. So these kind of topics could be there. Uh, there could also be models and diagrams which the teacher can ask students to explain. Uh, students can prepare, a, say, three-dimensional model for something or a working model, and then talk about it. And this integrates, you know, all aspects of STEM. So there's the science concept. You introduce technology and engineering to work on the model and then maths for proportions and um, probably some art also gets integrated. So it becomes STEAM and uh, it works wonderfully. Uh, I also want that uh, when we talk about STEM, we should also encourage children to know more about what's happening in the world. So we can have a topic related to STEM news. uh, We can have topic related to STEM careers. You know, where children, whenever uh, they can research and find what kind of careers they can pursue, if they have interests in physics or chemistry or biology, but, uh, you know, or different fields of science, including uh, aeronautics or uh, any other. Uh, design thinking, which is a growing uh, field uh, these days, can be very beautifully, uh, uh, you know, uh, in uh, introduce through Flip, for example, every step of design thinking, where we start with brainstorming uh, for a problem, to creating a prototype, or sharing ideas, uh, taking feedback from the community, and finally presenting the final model. I think for every step, the teacher can have uh, topics where uh, uh, Flip can be used, and uh, uh, In addition to that, we also have, uh, on our discovery library, featured collections, and we have uh, partners. So we have Minecraft, we have code, and a whole lot of uh, Steam-related content, which the teachers can directly pick up topics from and use in their classrooms.
0: That's really simulating, ma'am. And uh, I understood each and every concept that you talked about how, like, um, you know, STEM video can be made by the teacher. And then there can be questions for the children regarding the video, like they have to explain, investigate. And these, uh, and especially the do-it-yourself projects, like, you know, models and diagrams for explanation. I, I, I agree to that point. That's the best example of using how STEM can be used through Flip. And um, when you talked about the STEM and STEAM careers... I think like that's what children need to know that if they are interested in that field and what are the future careers for them and with flip itself i think the career guidance can be given in the best way and uh, even like i think flip gives them the voice because i would like to share one example where my teacher like uh tried to use technology in english together here mm-hmm. in stem so uh she gave out uh, like uh, the english learners to practice speaking and here, um, she encouraged them you know, to write out their thoughts, either in sentence form or in a bulleted list. And nothing fancy was just like simple on a blank paper. And then uh, the teachers let them know that they should practice reading, what they wrote, and time themselves. So if they feel confident with all of the words that they have written, they can record that on flip. And after recording their thoughts, they can listen to the recording. And if they don't like it, they can re-record. So it's the best way to enhance their voice and also give them more confidence to come ahead and speak up. So I believe that STEM can be used with FLIP at every time and everywhere. Absolutely, thanks
1: for sharing that example, Yeah.
0: Thank you, ma'am. So um, we all have been hearing a lot about FLIP hunt from so many years. So you would love to know (laughs) what exactly is FLIP hunt, because it's one of my favorite things. and how can teachers incorporate it into teaching methodology, uh, methodology?
1: Uh, yeah so very interesting question and uh, flip hunt is uh, a collection of tasks or topics created by the teacher uh, related to a particular uh, theme concept or it could be created around an event as well so uh, these topics could be independent of each other but uh, relevant to the main topic or they could be interconnected so the way we uh, have treasure hunt where one clue leads to another, and then finally you find the treasure. Similarly, Flip Hunt uh, also has a number of tasks, uh, and uh, these could be done individually, these could be pair work or uh, done in groups by students. And uh, how teachers can uh, include this in their teaching methodology, is uh, at every step uh, it is possible. So why before she introduces a concept, she can introduce a flip hand where uh, uh, she or he, uh, the teacher, wants children to engage with the topics, explore about it, or uh, generate their interest. So uh, related to the concept, I can ask them to go and look for some information. I can ask them to click some pictures, uh, interview somebody, and find out their opinion um, about the concept that we are going to learn. So. It can be done in different forms and uh, if you're doing it in school you can inf- uh, include different areas of the school you can ask them to do some task in the library something in the ground something in a lab or the dance room or uh, uh, related to different people in the school so overall that fun element um, is there because they're doing it with their friends a lot of excitement is generated and uh, it's absolutely uh, you know uh, so engaging and exciting for everybody that. Uh, so at the end of it you can also have a reward or incentive and this need not be a material thing Uh, this could be a reward in the form of uh, having uh, lunch with your favorite teacher this could be um, something where uh, an extra period of of their interest if they like to have an extra art period or a games period or a french period that could be granted so uh, you can add uh, a lot of variety to it. The teachers are free to experiment with it, ex- uh, be creative, and just go ahead with it.
0: That's amazing, ma'am. And uh, the way you mentioned that, how flip hunt is like actually directly proportional to treasure hunt, and I, I cannot agree more because like it is basically like we've done that at our school before once. So mm-hmm. uh, like we were trying to find out different clues and in the different areas of the school and the fun element is obviously with friends because you think in your brainstorm and like you mentioned reward like a lunch with your favorite teacher and i guess for my class it will always be be the games field because everybody loves to play and um i think this is a great way to gamify the subject matter and i'm surely going to look forward to have flip hunt in a forthcoming larger than life fest in our school oh yes you must right um, so I was reading about you that uh, as an educator, you believe we need to prepare our children for the universe at not just the university. So to ensure that knowledge is useful, how can the educators focus that beyond remembering a concept and can work on like building higher-order thinking skills?
1: Yeah. So um, when we talk about... Uh, you know uh, preparing children for the universe it is uh, uh, why i say universe and not just the university is because uh, we are living in times when our uh, in even in the same career or being in the same profile our jobs are going to be very different from what they were uh, 5 years back okay so every 5 years there are going to be uh, transformation in the ways that we work and so children will need to be prepared for that uncertainty. And uh, that's why I say they have to be prepared for anything in the universe. And uh, when, uh, how do we do that is by building their skills. So if you see a lot of policymakers are also uh, reviewing and renewing their policies, we see new edu- uh, our NEP 2020, and it also talks about reducing the uh, amount of content that we are teaching to students and focusing more on the skills. So uh, what you know is not as important as what you can do. Okay? It's all about skills. So how skills can be developed in children is through application-based learning. So when we talk of application-based learning, there are certain methodologies which ensure that children get to experience um, and uh, you know learn uh, the concepts and apply them to real life. For example, project-based learning, theme-based learning, design thinking, all these models help children To pick up real life problems and deal with them now when uh, we introduce these in the classroom there is a whole uh, structure to it children work in groups they uh, think of the problem they think of probable solutions they uh, share their ideas they listen to others ideas they agree they also disagree there are conflicts in the groups then once there are conflicts they learn to resolve those conflicts also so If just imagine if this is happening inside the classroom, I don't need a separate curriculum for the 21st century skills that need to be developed in the children. While they are going through this process, they build their problem solving skills, critical thinking, creative thinking, decision making, collaboration and empathy. Okay, so all these things get into all these uh, life skills get integrated into whatever they are doing. And that prepares them for uh, whatever they're going to face in future
0: right ma'am that's really persuading because here um i think when we are going about um like every year's five every five years transformation like you mentioned we need to learn how to move ahead with time like you mentioned the uh, new education policy 2020 it has motivated so many schools around the country to learn how they can change the techniques to make the children ready for the future because Like you said, um, it is like you don't know, uh, it is really important that how much you can do, then you can know. And that's how the future skills are really important. And um, I think with the high order thinking skills, the techniques that our teachers can use to develop them, um, uh, I think that will help students a lot to get engaged, like uh, be active in the class, be cooperative, independent when learning takes place. And if they can learn these skills during the school uh, years of life, then the future ahead for them is really bright. True.
1: And uh, I think it is very important for teachers to reduce their talking time and uh, increase student talking time. So it all uh, determines how uh, this will go forward.
0: Right, ma'am. Because if students are given the voice, then uh, they will learn how to speak more. They'll know how to interact. And also it will be like a full packed uh, fun for them because they'll get to share their thoughts with everybody in the class. And then, you know, get more friendly and then get more like comfortable with everybody around them. Exactly.
1: And I uh, really love this about you, Namya. You understand uh, the teaching learning process so well.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. Right ma'am, so um, as you know that emotions help us to communicate with everyone around us. Like people will forget what you said, but people will never forget like um, how you made them feel. And I think now that students and teachers are together in school after nearly two years, and that's the time I was missing so much. I would like to know that how can Flip help the teachers and educators to make uh, to make feelings a priority?
1: I think that's a great question and uh, we all have, uh, you know, the most important thing for each of us is our feelings. How we feel determines how our day uh, goes forward and uh, mental health is also a great concern these days. It's a growing concern and, uh, you know, we as educators have a big role to play here uh, in guiding our children to uh, manage their emotions. and to understand their feelings and uh, help them develop strategies to cope with stress. Because we are living in very, uh, in, uh, you know, VUCA times. And it is very important uh, for all of us to uh, manage our feelings and uh, respect the feelings of others as well. So here, Flip is an amazing tool where, uh, you know, the structure is such that it leads to social learning and when we are interacting with our friends we are when we are communicating with them and we get to see them face to face you know if I share my friend's notebook if I carry it back uh, I don't get that personal touch but when I look at a video I uh, can personally relate to my friend and uh, that makes all the difference uh, so how teachers can use flip topics Something to begin with, a check-in. So you can just simply have a feelings check-in activity where you talk about how are you feeling at the beginning of the week or at the beginning of the day or what are your feelings as we approach the weekend. So these kind of topics can be created and teacher uh, will get to know uh, who are the students who are very excited about it, who are the uh, children who are a little anxious or who are the children who are really disturbed and she can accordingly address uh, their needs there uh, can also be uh, physical activity related topics because as we all know physical activity uh, releases um, you know happy hormones in our body and that is um, uh, what makes a lot of difference so we can have uh, topics where teacher expects the children to at least record uh, some physical activity thrice a week so it could be yoga it could be aerobics it could be skipping simple um, exercise that you are doing and where it becomes a sp- norm or a routine for the children and if they are physically active they will feel better we also uh, can create topics related to mindfulness okay where uh, we are uh, meditating where uh, we are showing appreciation or gratitude and uh, you know these kind of activities where we are uh, appreciating others they make us feel connected to the other person as well okay we see everybody as one of us And we don't see ourselves separate and isolation is something that is actually uh, a growing concern these days people uh, we don't want people to isolate themselves because that leads to depression that leads to uh, you know bad mental health then um, we can have topics where we guide children on coping strategies you know what they can do if they are feeling low so educating children about uh, their mental health and taking care of it self-care is very important Uh, In FLIP, we have featured collections uh, in the Discovery Library, and uh, there's a collection about mental health, there's a collection about SEL, and uh, teachers can directly go and pick up topics from there and use them in the classroom. Besides students, I think it's also very important to include parents, because how parents are feeling will also impact uh, the child uh, quite a lot. And we can have uh, topics about concerns that the parents have. So if I'm the teacher, I would really want... have an open door policy where my parents can approach me and share how they are feeling. You know, I would also like to educate my parents and give them tips on parenting, because there's a lot of times, there are a lot of times when parents feel stressed because of not being able to, uh, you know, find the right ways to uh, parent the child. And uh, we can share articles related to parenting, uh, according to the age of the child uh, age of the children in the class so these kind of uh, topics can be created a uh, lot of uh, emotional connect finally uh, is possible when all these videos are uh, being submitted I th- and you watch these videos we feel connected to each other when I'm sharing my feelings and listening to my friends feelings I know who wants me there I know uh, who uh, I can support and so it develops empathy in children which is very very important and if we all have empathy, I think our feelings will be taken care of.
0: That's really encouraging because here, like, when it come to, like, feelings, that's where, like you mentioned, managing the emotions, developing strategies to cope with stress, like, respecting others' feelings um, is really important. And I love the example of, like, activities through FLIP, like, giving a task thrice a week to record physical activities that helps to release happy hormones and that will help you to remain calm and have like excited throughout the day. And also the example of gratitude because that is important. Like you're uh, praying to God and you're being grateful to him to give you a wonderful day and letting you spend time with your family, do different activities. And that's how we all take together. Everybody is one through FLIP. Where you can guide them about self care, or like you mentioned, tips for parents where they can know how to cope up with stress. So, we all are getting emotionally connected to the videos, and that'll, uh, like you mentioned, again, help to develop empathy in children. That is a very important skill, and I agree with that.
1: Uh, I also uh, want to say that students should also be involved in decision making in the school. I think that will be very important to listen to their perspective. So whatever we plan uh, to do with students, I think it's a good idea to engage them uh, in the process of uh, deciding how to go forward. For example, one of the schools in Fagwara, they created a flip topic called Road to Recovery when children were coming back uh, after COVID, when the schools were opening. And uh, they asked the students to give suggestions of what uh, could be what could help those children. And they created a number of topics uh, related to physical activity, related to uh, gaming and, uh, you know, sharing their feelings. So uh, I think that's a great example uh, of uh, democracy within the school where everybody gets to speak up.
0: Right. I agree with that. Like even in our schools, a lot of like we used flip in many ways to input student voice, and like also like listen to them. What you know, like we have a suggestion box in our school. So mm-hmm. during the pandemic, that we did not have, like we couldn't go to school and put that in the box. So we used flip that that time. You know, to take the suggestions for the children. Like what do they want uh, new in the online mode of the classes. And uh, besides that, like, when it comes to being actually in the school, so, like, um, we also have, like, student councils where children take, uh, like, you know, give out their ideas to the uh, head student children who also give it a head forward to the heads. So in this way, like, uh, not just using Flip, but also, like, through physical means, it gets uh, really motivating for children to come out, speak their thoughts. But I really love using Flip in that way because during the pandemic that time, Children could give suggestions, like how do they want to learn and what betterment could be there. So that is a very really lovely example that you shared, ma'am.
1: So wonderful. I loved uh, what you shared about uh, your school. Yeah, so way to go if uh, students are being encouraged to uh, you know take lead and uh, share. So I think that's great.
0: Thank you, ma'am. So uh, I would love to know, uh, what was your favorite subject in school?
1: OK, so my favorite subject in school was biology. And I loved all my biology teachers. Uh, I loved to draw the diagrams and I was very good at it. So I loved the diagrams that I drew as well. And I also enjoyed all the lab activities. You know, we had dissection at that time. And I really um, loved everything that we did in biology, preparing those slides and, uh, uh, you know, looking at those models. of animals preserved in the you know, labs. So it was uh, really very engaging for me.
0: I agree. Like, even biology is really good subject. Uh, it used to be like uh, when I was in grade six, or so, uh, when we went for the first time for the lab, when I saw those animals, I got scared. Like, oh my god, <laughs> what are these? Like, why are the animals here? But now, like, uh, it's usual going to the lab doing activities. So uh, it's nice. Like, someday, we will learn dissection. So mm-hmm. probably I would know how to do that. But frankly speaking, my favorite subject has always been history and physics, because I'm always like really into in the past, especially the the, uh, the modern history, like during the independence of India, where all things happened, the quit India movement and all. So that's the one that I love. And physics is like everywhere around the world, like everything is using physics. Like if there uh, has to exist life on Mars, it has physics in it too. So... I just love these two subjects and it was great to hearing from you as well. Biology. It's a great, really great subject. Yeah.
1: So great. I have heard uh, about that combination for the first time. So either people say I love all the science subjects or they say I love history and geography. So history and physics. Wow.
0: I think uh, that's <laughs> Thank you. great. Thank you, ma'am. And I also have another subscribe question for you. So um, that's a situation based question. Um, mm-hmm. If you were going to live on a desert island but could take only one thing with you what would it be, be and why
1: books without any second thought it okay but one thing so one book no i can't read one book again and again so i'll probably take kindle with me where i'll have lots of books
0: oh yes. nice well like if i was going to go there i would take a lamp with the, that contains a genie in it so the wow. genie would do everything for me so i don't need to take anything else with me You so are very smart my... <laughs> <laughs> thank you
1: thank That's
0: you great thought thank you so much ma'am so it was really lovely talking to you ma'am so uh if anybody has any question for ma'am you can always uh for sure put that in the chat And if I have your permission, ma'am, can we show a few comments that are coming in for us? Yes, sure, please. Right, so we have Miss Anne Cosma here. Thank you so much for joining, Anne. It's always exciting to have you on the episode. Hey, Anne. We have Mr. Narasimha Murthy. Thank you so much for joining, sir. We also have Mr. Alex Isaacs uh, joining us here. From New Jersey. Thank you so much for joining. Then um, Anne Cosma is saying uh, episode 42. Congratulations, Namia. Thank you so much, Anne. And she also says that you're the best.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Anne.
0: Uh, we also have Miss Monica Joshi joining us. Thank you so much for joining. Hi. And we also have Miss Amanda Massey. Thank you so much for joining again. It's lovely to have you here. And Mr. Alex says that love flip snubble. I agree. That's like the best thing that yes. has been added. Yes. We have uh, Miss Arjuna Kandelwal. Thank you so much for joining, ma'am. Mm, right. Another one from Ms. Amanda, Flip gives student voice and helps us, uh, helps our dual language learners to do so much. Right. I agree. I couldn't agree more, yes. So we okay. also have Miss Rochelle. Thank you so much for joining, ma'am. It's great to have you here. And Hi, um, Ms. Monica is saying that Flip Fund is one of my favorite engaging students and gave me fun the entire learning.
1: Absolutely. It's so much fun, Monica.
0: We have Miss Julie Bennett joining us. Thank you so much for being here, ma'am. Fantastic, Julie. Another one from Anne is, loving this conversation. So many ideas and insights that you can use immediately to support learning communities and empower every voice. We also have Mr. Deepak Bangi joining us today. Thank you so much for being here. Deepak. And yeah, I guess that's all that we have in the comments. So if you uh, have any question, you can for sure chime in here. And uh, and besides that, I would love to know that where we can find you online, so that the audience watching us can connect with you.
1: Yeah, so you can find me on LinkedIn, and uh, my profile is Akanksha Ten. And on Instagram and uh, Twitter, you, you can look for Akanksha Ten Aurora. So my Twitter handle is Akanksha Ten Aurora
0: right thank you so much
1: and before we
0: sign up oh for sure i'll put that in the description box as well for you all to check it out and before we end i would love to have a message from you for the audience okay so i would say
1: keep learning keep growing keep sharing and keep caring (laughs)
0: That's so cute. That's really great. And uh, even I would like to say that it is the supreme art of the teacher to awaken joy in creative expression and knowledge. And that example perfectly suits you, ma'am. It was really lovely having you here today on the podcast and learning from your insights. It was a great opportunity for our listeners as well as me to learn from you.
1: Thank you, Namya, and I absolutely loved uh, sharing uh, about uh, education, sharing about how Flip can be used to, uh, you know, promote learning and sharing voice in the classroom. And uh, like my friend Johnny says, if you can think it, you can flip it. So, <laughs> and I would encourage everybody to, you know, use Flip and see the transformation in the children in the classes. So, thank you for uh, inviting me here. It was an absolute pleasure. And I totally loved uh, discussing and sharing thoughts with you.
0: Thank you so much, ma'am. And thank you so much, everybody, for joining us and listening to this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Till then, each one, each 10, have a nice day.